Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome, uh, welcome, Stu. How are you? Pretty well, Glenn. How are you? Feeling Very better? Good. I'm feeling a lot better. Oh, good. Um, I got a hold of uh, Dr. Zelenko on uh, Friday after the show, and we have him on coming up. He's a guy who has uh, come up with the Z-Pack protocols, uh, and uh, and I think they're I think they're great. I think they're absolutely great. Meanwhile, the government seconds. is saying maybe a fourth booster will do it very soon. A fourth booster will be available for you. This is I, I really think we are. I mean, we're just, we're just being foolish, as Craig, as uh, Chad just said, about all of the experts. We're just being really foolish uh, here. You want to get the uh, vaccine? Get the vaccine. Uh, but don't tell me what I what I can't put into my body. Don't tell me what I can't try uh, that uh, seems to be working for an awful lot of people. And I'm going to give that to you coming up in just a second. Also, The Great Reset comes out tomorrow. If you haven't ordered your book yet, you need to. We have a primer on that coming up. You can find it at glensnewbook.com. program the great reset the book comes out tomorrow and it is vital that every american has a copy of this and shares it with somebody because the world is about to change and covid is playing a very large part we told you years ago about the um the idea of um uh, a few lives will matter just a few lives will matter in the uh in the upcoming healthcare if there's a crisis well it looks like the guy who came up with this idea of some people have already lived their life some people are worth more than others he's now advising the biden administration on how we can ration care in america meanwhile california says that they are going to start forcing people who are uh, exposed with COVID and hospital workers to go in to work. Wait a minute. Hold on. How does that make any sense at all? And the Supreme Court was talking about the right of the government to take away your rights. We have that. And 
a voice I think you need to hear if you are worried about COVID or you are uh, suffering from it. I want you to hear our next guest, peer-reviewed, award-winning, Dr. Zev Zelenko, somebody that I think Twitter doesn't want you to hear in 60 seconds. Ah, well, welcome to it. Um, I'm really glad that you're here. My wife, uh, and nobody in the family has uh, COVID. None of us got vaccinated or anything else, but um, all of us had it before the vaccines came out. Kids and Tanya had a very mild case of it, but they've been living side by side with me and they haven't gotten it. I don't understand exactly how this thing works, uh, but uh, Tanya did catch something that I have, uh, and that is she did something to her back about a week ago, and she's been flat on her back uh, in so much pain. Trying to get her to a uh, to my back doctor uh, today, but we started with Relief Factor, and she think she was taking Relief Factor, uh, you know, three times a day, practically setting the alarm for it uh, this weekend. Um, it usually takes about three to four weeks to kick in, but she's found some relief with Relief Factor. Um, not enough yet but I think she's got real bad nerve uh, pain right now going on. But Relief Factor has given me my life back. Uh, I've been at home with nothing to do except paint, and I have been painting, and there was no way I could do that without a Relief Factor uh, packet. Oh, three years ago, my hands hurt so much, I couldn't, I couldn't move them. Taking Relief Factor for three days has changed my life. Just give it a try. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. It means 30%, no luck. But it's worth $19.95 to try it for three weeks to see if it works for you. 70% go on to order it and take it month after month after the uh, trial period. So please call 800-4-RELIEF, the number 4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. All right. Zeb Zelenko. He has put together his ZPAC protocol. 99 point uh, or 99% survival rate for all of the people that he has uh, worked on uh, over the last couple of years. Nominated for a Presidential Medal of Freedom. He is peer-reviewed into the top journals and he uses all open sources so you can see exactly what he what his thinking is and how it's uh, backed up. Uh, Dr. Zelenko, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Hi, Glenn. Thanks so much for having me. Um, thank you for uh, taking my call on uh, on Friday and making me feel, uh, I would say, 90% better by today. Um, and uh, I think it is, it was so frustrating last week, Zev, that, that uh, uh, my doctor couldn't really prescribe the things that he wanted to prescribe. Um, you can't really get any of the information and everybody is... And nobody knows what they're really talking about anymore. You've studied this now for two years. What have you found? Well, let me tell you how I got involved with this. COVID chose me. I found myself in the epicenter in March of 2020 in the largest uh, outbreak of COVID in a small community in upstate New York with 35,000 patients living in a square mile. And thousands of people got sick. And there was no treatment. 
and these are people that I've taken care of for two decades, and they were all looking for, to me for, for help, and they were going to the hospital and dying, and I had nothing to offer them. And I, honestly, I was praying to God. Uh, it was the first week of March, and at like 2 o'clock in the morning, I, I couldn't sleep. And next thing I know, I see in my, um, on my, in my email a, a, a video sent to me, uh, it was MedCram episode 34 on YouTube, and Dr. Schultz, who was a uh, intensivist, intensive care uh, uh, doctor, um, explained, reminded me of a mechanism of action for uh, uh, suppressing viral uh, replication. It was based on zinc and, and something called a zinc ionophore, which I'll explain. And so I said to myself, wow, that really makes sense to me. And there was no treatment. All the government was saying was, Give people Tylenol, go home. If you get sicker, go to the hospital. And in New York at that time, 85% of the people were uh, dying in a respirator. Mm. And so I, I came up with a treatment approach uh, based on work done in South Korea and in France. And I started using it in my high-risk patients um, early in the disease process. I wouldn't wait for them to get sicker. I would do the testing, but it took a week to get the results. So I would just treat them. If I thought they had COVID, I would just treat them. And after the first 10 patients, I, I just saw the same thing. After six to 12 hours, they, the breathing started to improve. And I said, oh, this is a fluke, this can't be. But I kept on doing it, and after around 50 patients, I said to myself, this is not a fluke, this is something significant. I made a YouTube video with the help of my son, because I never made a YouTube video, uh, addressed to the President of the United States, 16 hours later, you can't make this stuff up. I get a phone call from Mark Meadows, his chief of staff. Um, Dr. Zlanko, you want to speak to the president? I said, uh, yeah, this is what I'm seeing. They were very interested, and I gave them updates every uh, few days with my progress. Again, this was only the beginning, but I kept on seeing the same, same thing, the patient just getting better and not going to the hospital. And then a week later, Rudy Giuliani called me, and I did a podcast with him. And that went viral, millions of people saw it, and my life has never been the same. Hmm. But, um, it's, it's, yeah, so I, I just, it was, God created, a, you know, they say um, necessity is the mother of all innovation. And mm-hmm. I had a big necessity. I, I wanted to keep my patients alive. I find it interesting that this journey really began with you with a doctor on uh, YouTube for a, you know, a, a med cram uh, a video and we have the social media platforms doing everything i don't know if that medcram could have been uh posted today with everything that's going on we are silencing the sharing of information so let me tell you what i came across um i was using hydroxychloroquine um zinc and azithromycin and just to quickly explain it's not magic this strong biology behind it Zinc uh, prevents the virus from making copies of itself by inhibiting an enzyme. The name of the enzyme is RNA-dependent RNA polymerase. It's not so important. Um, the problem is zinc doesn't get into the cell where the virus is because um, it's surrounded by water and the cell membrane is cholesterol, like, it's like oil and water. And so, so think of zinc as a bullet, but it needs a delivery system. It needs a gun to, to get the uh, bullet right. through the water and the oil. If you will. That's right. Hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. opens a can- canal, a channel. It's called a zinc ionophore and allows the zinc to go inside the cell. If there's enough zinc inside the cell and inhibits this enzyme, 
the virus can't make copies of itself, it can't spread. That's the science behind it. It was very, very simple. And I, I was, I was, it was actually quite elegant. I was using it, it, it was remarkable. Then March 27th, uh, I call him the ghoul. Governor Cuomo, ex-Governor Cuomo, issued an executive order um, blocking pharmacies from dispensing hydroxychloroquine. Um, and it was a direct attack on my practice and, and my patients because I was the only one in the state, probably in the country, doing it. And so I, I couldn't understand why that would happen. I, I sent them a, uh, a very cordial letter and uh, asking him to reconsider. And, of course, I never heard from him. So I had to go back and innovate again. And, you know, on uh, the NIH server of all places, I found a substitute gun, a substitute zinc delivery system the peer-reviewed papers about some, a substance called quercetin. Now, I, to be honest, I'd never heard of quercetin, so I, I Google it, and I see it's over-the-counter. It's a derivative of onions and apple peels. So I said to myself, oh, oh my God, I just found the cure to tyranny. Because there's really only two reasons why people die from COVID. It's the moronic... By the way, uh, Omicron is the same letters as moronic. It's the moronic doctor that uh, people choose that delays treatment and the tyrannical government that blocks access to, to life-saving medication. Uh-huh. I have to explain, COVID is two diseases. There's the first week, which is the viral phase. No one dies from that. But then there is an immune reaction, a pathogenic, uh, dangerous immune reaction that leads to uh, catastrophic lung damage and blood clots, and that's what people die from. And that happens week two and three. So the key is to get rid of the virus, put out the fire while it's contained and not let it spread. The cancer, you know, it's best to treat the cancer when it's localized in one place, not to wait until it's metastatic and spread everywhere and then treat it. Obviously, the results will be worse. The same thing with with, uh, COVID. The sooner you treat it, the sooner it goes away. You don't get the uh, pathogenic uh, immune reaction that leads to lung damage. And so... Um, I started advocating for quercetin use because I had, I had nothing else to offer. And that started to work. And that they couldn't block because it was over the counter. So that started, that, that was my red pill, you know. To, I, I, I was just like everyone else, just a simple biomedical doctor who was following the rules. But when I saw the governor of New York, literally, I, I lost patience because of him. Because uh, patients couldn't get the medication in the right time frame, ended up in the hospital and died. So anyway, so that's when I began to keep my eyes open and try to understand, you know, really what is going on here? Why um, is common sense and access to medication uh, that's been around for 65 years? You know, hydroxychloroquine, FDA approved for rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, malaria, and malaria prophylaxis. It's been approved for 65 years. It's used in pregnant women. It's used in nursing mothers and in children. Some people live on it at 400 milligrams a day. And now it's being blocked in the case of um, COVID, but not anything else. It completely was, it just didn't make sense. Can you, can you attribute any goodwill to that? Is there anything that shows that that could be a danger um, to a COVID patient, or is there, well, let me just ask you that first. Um, any obstruction of hydroxychloroquine 
in my opinion, is a crime against humanity, mass murder, and genocide. So I don't know if I answered your question. Oh, I, I think you answered it much more clearly than, than I would have, expect, would have expected. Um, and is there, uh, have you seen any medical anything? You may disagree with it, but any medical explanation on why it should be uh, a banned? Well, yes, uh, there, w- there was a Lancet study that came out, a uh, meta-analysis of 96,000 patients that hydroxychloroquine kills people. So that was pretty concerning, except there was only one problem with that, that that paper was, was fraud. It was based on fraudulent data. And in the biggest scandal in the history of, of medicine and in the peer review process, Lancet and the New England Journal of Medicine had to retract this paper for absolute fraud. That was one. Number two, okay. it was the recover, recovery trial. Listen to this one. And it found that hydroxychloroquine kills people. Well, that was true, actually. It was 25% mortality rate. The only problem with that study, they were using 2,400 milligrams a day. Now, I was using 400 milligrams a day. So that was enough to kill an elephant. So all that study proved was that if you give homicidal lethal dosing, uh, poison people, they'll die. Well, I, I could have told them that. And then there was another study from Virginia, from the VA, where hydroxychloroquine not only didn't it work, but it seemed that everyone who took it died. The only problem with that study was the patients that it was given to were on a respirator on average for 17 days. Mm. And so they, they concluded that its use is, is, it doesn't work. I was never right. advocating for its use in the late stages. I was advocating for its use in the first few days to prevent okay. the, the virus from spreading. All right, so hang on just a second, because I want to take you down one more uh, hole here that um, I think is important to explain. I don't think most people even understand that there's a protective coating uh, around uh, uh, around the the cells of COVID. That that's why uh, uh, you know you 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 use zinc, but it doesn't do anything without something like hydroxychloroquine. I don't think. I've never heard that explanation. We'll get to uh, a little bit more of this here in just a second. And I want to give you his protocols uh, as well. All right. Our sponsor. American Financing NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I want to talk to you about the Great Reset here uh, today, about what's happening with the economy. And banks are going the opposite direction. Uh, and this to be... It should tell you everything you need to know. What caused the 2008 uh, collapse? Banks giving away risky loans, right, to people that shouldn't have gotten those loans. Just read a story yesterday that just to help the economy, banks are now going to start issuing more credit cards uh, because more people need them and even people who are not qualified for mortgages or these uh, credit cards are going to start getting them. This is going to cause a massive problem, a massive problem. Please, I want you to get your financial house in order. Don't do any of these stupid little tricks. Do the right thing. Um, I'm sorry, but the laws of physics and the laws of math don't change because you want them to do. Go to the people that work for you, and that's American Financing at 800 uh, 906-2440, 800-906-2440. Call them now, AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. 
So we're talking to uh, uh, Dr. Zelensky about the Zelensky protoc- uh, protocols and what's really happening with um, with COVID. Is this normal that cells like COVID will have that protective? And I know I'm stating this poorly, but oil and water uh, shell. Um, let me clarify a little bit. It's not um, the COVID um, coronavirus um, has like it's like a sphere with spikes mm-hmm. um, it attaches to the cell membrane and gets inside the cell. Um, it's not so the cell um, has it. Got it. The, yeah, it has to get in. See, viruses can't reproduce on their own. They need to hijack. They're real parasites. They, they need to hijack the metabolic machinery of the cell itself. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Of itself. So how come we don't have to take hydroxychloroquine or, or ivermectin for other viruses? Why is this one different? So it turns out it's not different. Um, influenza virus, this is a dirty little secret, and this has been known for decades. So influenza virus uses is a single-stranded RNA virus, the same as COVID, and it uses the same pathway for viral replication as COVID. So by blocking RNA-dependent RNA polymerase, you actually inhibit the influenza virus as well. Now, the, the flu industry, uh, both um, the vaccines and the contact tracing is a $50 billion a year industry. So you, you do understand that this is a threat oh, no, I know. to a $50 billion market. So, right. And also the RSV virus, respiratory syncytial virus, which is dangerous to kids, um, by the way, there's no cure for it, um, also uses the same pathway. So it turns out that it's actually a kind of a broad general treatment for single-stranded RNA viruses that use RNA-dependent RNA polymerase, which basically means all the strains of COVID, all the strains of influenza, and RSV. Okay, and the um, um, horse medicine... (laughs) ivermectin that's not a horse medicine i've tried to open them out of the little you know packet there horses could never open those but um uh it's a well-known drug nobel prize winning drug is it does it do the same thing as hydroxychloroquine exactly um it op- it's a zincayanaflux and i okay. do use um ivermectin as well and by the way i mean it is used for uh, parasite infections in animals but so sure. Uh, we use right. amoxicillin also. Horses right. drink water. That means we shouldn't drink water. Right. Uh, of course, human-grade medications should be on a higher quality, and they are. Okay. Hold on just a second. More with uh, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. The Glenn Back Program. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, You know, he was just talking about, hey, this is an animal thing. Okay, Rough Greens is an animal thing, but these aren't. We're supposed to have uh, probiotics. Dogs are supposed to have probiotics. Uh, They have minerals. We need minerals to live. Vitamins, we need the same things. Uh, Antioxidants. Those are the things that are cooked out of your kibble food if you're feeding your dog kibble food. Uh, Rough Greens is not a food. It's something that you put on top of it. So they get all the things that you know your body needs. Your dog needs the same stuff. 
So Rough Greens, it's available now in a trial pack. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Just call. They want to make sure your dog will eat this and like it as much as Uno does. He wolfs his food down. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens.com. That's Rough Greens.com. Uh, or 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. Get it for your dog. They're going to love it. And free bag. Your first bag is free. All you have to do is call, pay for shipping, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Tomorrow, in bookstores everywhere, The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. Make sure you pick it up. You can order it now, Amazon or wherever you get your books. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Monday. My apologies uh, to Dr. Zelenko. Uh, his name is Vladimir Zev Zelenko. Uh, and uh, I think I called you uh, Vladimir uh, Velikovsky. Or no, uh, <laughs> now I can't even say it. Is that, um, anyway, I called, you the, I called you the name of the, Euro- the uh, Ukrainian president. I apologize for that. Velikovsky, I keep getting, it's a Freudian slip because of Worlds in Collision, a guy who thought out of the box. I kind of think of you as a, a Velikovsky in a way. Um, but anyway, uh, Vladimir MD.com is where you can find uh, some of the information. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the protocols because you say that we can do our best job preventing this by getting on a daily dose of what? Well, actually, the state of Florida just adopted my protocol, the Department of Health. Um, they recommend quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc as prevention for, for COVID. Um, and, and it's a very good approach. But I, I, I stratify people into risk. The, the higher the risk, the risk, the more aggressive I am in, in prophylaxis and treatment. Think of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. As a 50 caliber machine gun and quercetin as a 22 caliber pistol, the way okay. of analogy. Now, if you're right. in the higher risk, I'm obviously going to use the better weapons. Um, however, if I can't get access to, to the drugs because of the tyranny or you're in the lower risk, I'll use quercetin. And there's even something else called EGCG, which is the extract of green tea. It's the same exact thing. It's all peer reviewed stuff. They all zinc ionophores. They help deliver the zinc inside the cell. Once you have enough zinc, uh, you're okay. So a lot of people are just taking zinc, but it won't help unless you have that silver bullet. No, if you, unless you have the gun. If I give you right. bullets without a gun, it's, you know, it's okay. not going to help. Okay. All right. Um, and I obviously was in a higher risk to you because I'm taking, I'm taking both of those. Am I not? Right. Because... because um, of your unique your age and a few other issues i i <laughs> go ahead say it fat so go ahead you're fat glenn uh, hippa hippa you know <laughs> I, I can't uh, violate right okay all right i got it i got it so i i went the the more aggressive approach and um you know and follow-up is very important you know it's very important to because no one's a god no one knows how things are going to really go but it's important to be there and make adjustments in real time to make sure that the patient does well. 
And so when you're I, when you're doing this, what is the average turnaround time if you catch it before the second phase? Three days. Three days. Well, that's I mean, about what I've been on, and I I feel I I bet I feel ninety percent better. I mean, you do understand that COVID nineteen. Um, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I really am not. I'm a conspiracy realist. Um, and the patent evidence has shown that COVID-19 is not, well, it was a natural uh, bat virus that was manipulated in, uh, in labs and made into a weapon. So you're a victim of bioterrorism. And let me be very specific. Uh, I have evidence for everything that I'm saying. That um, 1999, like Ralph Barrick at the University mm-hmm. of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, he took um, um, basically an animal virus and figured out how to have it infect other species. So basically cross-species infection. And uh, they also were able to figure out how to damage lungs. And then in 2015, um, together with Dr. Zhang Li, Ralph Barrick, funded by the NIH, figured out how to have this virus, a bat virus, infect human beings. In other words, it was stages of development of a, of a bioweapon. No one, not even the liberal media is denying it. This is this patent evidence for this. They published papers, they thanked the NIH, and then got two years later patents for this stuff. Um, and if you follow Dr. David Martin, he, he gives you a, a beautiful patent trail um, explaining uh, how this developed. So, you know, one thing I haven't been able to find out because we did a whole special on that that uh, patent trail is is the government or people high in the government are they getting any kind of kickbacks for the sale of this stuff? Do you know? Um, I, I don't know, but I, I do know something. In New South Wales, in Australia, any doctor that prescribes hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin goes to jail for six months. And they tell you why. Ready? Because it encourages vaccine hesitancy. In other words, they're not denying it works because it does work. What they're saying is because it works, it discourages people from choosing to take the vaccine. How effective is this vaccine, do you believe? The three most vaccinated countries in the world, Israel, um, Gibraltar, and um, Seychelles, which is an island nation in the Indian Ocean, have more than 85% of uh, their citizens vaccinated. I think Gibraltar has 100%. They're all having massive outbreaks of Omicron and Delta. So it doesn't work. And is Omicron, does it lessen... Does it lessen the uh, effects, in your opinion? In uh, a month ago, there was a study that came out of Vietnam that showed that people that were vaccinated and got COVID had 251 times the amount of actual virus than someone who wasn't vaccinated and got COVID. What that means is the people that are dying are vaccinated, the people in the ICUs are vaccinated, and the vaccinated are spreading it to others. Hmm. Uh, okay. Well, there's a great debate on all of that stuff and a debate that should be had. Um, but uh, I, I appreciate your information on, uh, on treatment. I think that's, that was the most frustrating thing. Go home, take an aspirin is not something that uh, I was prepared to do. 
Uh, I don't I don't believe you just take an aspirin, bring your fever down, and then just suffer through it. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, what you have uh, prescribed to me, and it's all up on your website, uh, is has been remarkable. It, uh, how difficult is it for the average doctor in America to get this stuff? You mean hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Depends on the state. Uh, uh, in New York, I... I treated a very high-profile person. Uh, her husband was sick, and uh, called. they wouldn't give it to her. So I called the pharmacy. They said, Look, they're going to report me to the uh, medical board. I said, please do. I'm looking for that platform. I get this a lot. Um, obviously, I'll be blunt. It's the blue states. They, um, they have policies, really tyrannical uh, obstruction. Okay. Uh, doctor, thank you so much. Um, Vladimir Zelenko, md.com is his uh, web address. And if you disagree with the things that he said, good for you. Do your own homework and, uh, you know, draw your own conclusions. We're all smart enough to work it out on what we believe the right thing to do is. By the way, the the great uh, scientists, uh, you know, all the people who said they could make that building stand up straight in San Francisco. Yeah, I guess they botched it a bit. It's now leaning about 24 inches out of line. Uh, so, you know, please don't talk to me about experts. Experts have gotten it wrong, especially science has gotten it wrong over and over and over again, either through the scientific fact or through the execution of it. Uh, and... Uh, we all have a right to chart our own course, and our health is our right, not the government's right. Dr. Zelenko, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Uh, VladimirZelenkoMD.com is his web address. All right. A sponsor this half hour. Who is it, Stu? Sorry, I don't have all my commercials and everything in front of me uh, it's car shield car shield has saved me a buttload of money and as you will see next hour uh saving money is going to be a very important priority of this of this coming year uh there are all kinds of things that are going on that we'll get into um but i want you to i want you to truly understand that two hundred dollars a month five hundred dollars a month a thousand dollars a month would be a miracle um, but saving even a hundred dollars a month will help you in the long term uh, Also consolidating your high interest credit card loans and paying them off Putting it into your mortgage without resetting your mortgage and paying it at a really low interest rate will a save you money and B take you out from that ball behind the eight ball so I want you to call American Financing. It's AmericanFinancing.net. They work for you, not the banks. Call them now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're listening to us. Uh, thank you so much. I, I have to tell you, the, the Supreme Court heard the case about Biden's vaccine mandate, which I think 
uh, Omicron has just made it completely irrelevant, but that's a different story. Justice Sotomayor is an idiot, is an absolute (laughs) idiot. And I don't say that about, I mean, I don't say that about anybody else on the Supreme Court. They might be liberal. I might disagree with them, but she's a moron. Um, Her, her question uh, in, in the middle of this thing is on, let me see if I can find it. It's on page 55 of the transcript of the hearing on Friday. She actually says, well, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the, the federal government has police powers. Uh, I mean, it has the power with respecting the, to protecting the health and safety of workers. Uh, we, we have that in OSHA. What right does the state, the state uh, doesn't have police powers? No, no, you, you, have that, you have that completely mixed up. The state... Your, your state that you live in, that's the one with the police powers. Anything that isn't in the Constitution, specifically written in the Constitution, the government doesn't have a right to do. You can't just develop a police force out of thin air. You don't have the right to do that. But I don't think she, under, I don't think she understood that. Did, did you watch or listen or read to any, any of this, Stu? Yeah, and I've made a New Year's resolution here to stop just referencing the liberals on the court. Uh, Because, first of all, you don't know what that means. Obviously, it usually means John Roberts, too. uh, But but the main reason I'm doing it is because, like, Elena Kagan is a liberal. But, like, she seems to have a a head on her shoulders. Like, there is a major difference between uh, an Elena Kagan, who is a liberal justice but seems to be a serious person, as opposed are to you, Sotomayor, who's just trying to do like a caricature of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So wait a minute, are you saying that? Are you diminishing the value of a latinx? <laughs> I am definitely diminishing here? the value of the word latinx. Yes, that's a separate yes. issue. But yes, I am hey, also doing. She's that. a latinx. <laughs> let her go. Eh? A latinx. A latinx. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, look, she just doesn't seem to have any. Uh, she does not seem to have the level of intellect required for the position she's currently holding and well, i don't know if she's getting all of her facts on this from you know the blue couch or the big blue dog or whatever that pb excuse me pbs blues clues uh, yeah okay blues yeah, clues maybe maybe <laughs> uh, yeah no, clifford I, the big red dog <laughs> and uh the blues clues go along with it yeah, and then, pretty- of course, it's all sponsored by some white guy, <laughs> jingoistic red, white, and blue again. It is a weird um, one. Like, I mean, the, 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 the disconnect from, like, if you watch mainstream media, it would not put it past a lot of people to think 100,000 children are in the hospital or whatever number she said. Correct. You know, that's not, like, I could see if you just watch, don't look into these things, you could see that feeling coming from the media. That's why when, when people... Uh, ask uh, in polls like what percentage of people that get covid are hospitalized a lot of people guess like 50 percent now that's completely absurd the number is you know much much lower than that it's it's like you know five or ten percent um but like it's even i mean it's probably more like five and so the overwhelming people with treatment or not wind up getting through this However, when you have a lot of people and 1% potential death rate or half a percent, it's still a lot of people and you want to do what you can to, 
to uh, to stop those, obviously. But like, if you just have the media wash over you, you might think fifty percent of people who mm-hmm. get COVID go to the hospital. And like, I can understand that from an average person, not someone like Soda, Sonia Sotomayor, who is in front of this is on the Supreme Court in front of the country, trying to make decisions on important issues like. You know, uh, the freedom of of an individual to to be injected with a substance, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing. And she's trying to judge this with absolutely no information on the topic she's talking about. But Sotomayor has come out. If you have covid, try the brand new Sotomayor Latinx <laughs> sneeze into them and you throw them away and, and then it cures the number by the way for uh, for children in the hospital is something like 3500 so 100,000 to 3500 really a different scale of a problem uh, we're talking you think? about you know well, uh, what was disturbing was she said we have to accept the police powers of OSHA we do do we mm. because OSHA that whole thing came and falls under the commerce uh, act and that thing was a mistake back in the uh, FDR years. The Commerce Clause should is giving everything a pass that all of these government agencies have uh, developed now all of their power. And nobody wants to give their power up. So nobody's fighting against the Co- Commerce Clause. But that's exactly where we went wrong as a nation. The Commerce Clause. You reverse just the Commerce Clause and everything all this bureaucracy and meddling in your life goes away. That one clause, all of it goes away. Mm, it's a huge deal. And OSHA has almost unlimited power in this country to do whatever they think is appropriate. It's the way Let's the, give them Britain. guns. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give them guns. All right. More in just a second. The Great Reset is coming. In fact, the book is on sale right now. It comes out tomorrow. You can go to glensnewbook.com and get The Great Reset. glensnewbook.com. Do it now. It comes out tomorrow. More in a minute. This is The Glenn Back Program. Thank you so much. Uh, there is a uh, uh, new book coming out tomorrow. I don't know if you've heard of it, called The Great Reset. You can find it at glensnewbook.com, glensnewbook.com. Really important that you grab it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple of things today. I'm going to show you... How the complete lives, uh, uh, complete lives system is now being implemented because of COVID. Uh, the things that are happening are just diabolical, but it's it's part of this socialist medicine seconds. plan. It's part of the Great Reset, um, and uh, also want to talk to you a little bit about what the banks are doing right now. Things are going to change financially for you significantly. And healthcare-wise, uh, significantly, all because of the Great Reset. We'll tell you about that starting uh, in just a couple of seconds. But also, please get the primer, get the book that explains all of it, and gives you all the facts, and tons of uh, tons of footnotes in it. So everything is footnoted. You know, it's not my opinion; it is from the actual horse's mouth on that. Apologies to Ivermectin. Uh, and uh, you can get the book now, glensnewbook.com.
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to Monday and the Glenn Beck Program. It is time to stand up. Uh, the uh, Biden administration is now putting out guidance out for doctors that will prioritize race in administrating COVID drugs. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. Prioritizing a group to administer health care. Well, you know what that sounds like? Rationing care. Oh, my gosh. When we were talking about Obamacare, we said when there was an emergency, they begin to ration care. And what would they use? But Zika Manuals, complete live system. Guess who Biden has uh, has tapped to be on his advisory team? Yeah, Zeke Emanuel. He's been at UPenn teaching the complete live system. Oh, this is great. And coupled with a great reset, you'll love it. That is where we begin in 60 seconds. Okay, we will not survive as a nation. We will not survive as a nation if our kids and our grandkids do not understand American history and values. We were just talking about Sotomayor, who is not just a liberal. Honestly, she should not be on the court. She seems to be an uh, an idiot. Um, She was talking about, you know, the federal government has police powers through, you know, through the Commerce Act. We should we should do nothing to diminish those police powers because. What could the states do without the federal government? Yeah, that's called reading the Constitution, specifically the 10th Amendment, to figure that one out. I mean, it's hard. you got to read all the way to number 10. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. But these principles of what makes us who we are used to be filled everywhere. Now you can't find them unless you have the Tuttle Twins books. This is the teaching tool for your kids. And I'm telling you, start them young. Start them young. They need to understand why liberty works, what freedom actually means, what responsibility is, what are the foundational stones of a free market? Why has that fed more people in the world than anything else? What happens when government gets too big? The Tuttle Twins books, they have everything from your toddlers to your teens. Now, Tuttle Twins, great sale, 35% discount off of all of their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a huge discount off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get this discount. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in this crazy socialist world. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right. We talked about this, Stu, when Obamacare was coming through, right? The complete live system. Oh, yeah. That was a big focus of ours uh, because it's a little scary that someone like this is behind your health care. Correct. Someone like this uh, is Dr. Zeke Emanuel, and he's not ashamed of any of this stuff. He is how old? Like 65 or something? And he says his life is complete. He can die at any time now. Well, I got news for you. I hope I have another 40 years in me. Um, what do you mean complete lives? You don't decide that. My, my God and me, I decide that with my God. 
Um, but he thinks that, you know, once you're over 50, you really start to lose production value and you become more and more of a useless eater. Also, when you're a baby at zero, uh, up to about the age of 12, you're really kind of a useless eater. You're not putting anything into society. So if you get sick, we shouldn't put anything into saving that person because they're going to cost us way too much in resources or money or whatever it is. I warned you that this is what those what was mocked as death panels. That's what this meant. Well, those death panels are starting to come in. The Biden administration uh, is prioritizing groups to administer health uh, to black lives, brown lives, intersectional lives before other lives. This is rationing care, a.k.a. the complete live system, except it's not really on uh, the value of anyone's life. It is a uh, a value of uh, the intersections that you have had in your in your life, the troubles that you have had. This is um, some sort of repayment to you. We won't fix the white people. We'll fix the black people. Uh, they get priority. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. You know that people think private health care. It's so unfair. Well, at least it's not based on something outside of yourself when you can't get care because you're the wrong color i don't care what color it is it's wrong it always has been it was wrong when we were doing it for purely racist reasons uh back in the um uh you know the dark ages here of America, when you couldn't go, a black couldn't go to a white hospital. We all know that that was wrong. Well, now you're being turned around and turned away because you aren't the right kind of person that deserves this health care. Zeke Emanuel has been teaching this complete live system at uh, the University of Pennsylvania. And now American doctors are drawing the same conclusions that the way Biden is handling Corona care is very, very similar to the complete live system. There is a an article from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons that I, I would like to read just a couple of highlights from because it's pretty stunning. It's called Lethal Connections, Complete Lives Morphs into COVID Protocol in American Hospitals. In a shocking departure from traditional hospital policies, the hospital admissions have become like reporting to prison. Prisons and prisoners in American jails have more visitation rights than do COVID patients. One family member, a professional psychologist with a career focusing on victims of trauma, said that many hospital COVID patients are treated little better than animals. Shocking recordings of Mayo Clinic Scottsdale and Banner Health System hospital executives have been released by an attorney on the Legal Advisory Council of Truth for Health Foundation, an Arizona public charity. Executives were discuss discussing coordinated efforts to restrict fluids and nutrition for hospital patients 
and to suppress all visitation to COVID patients. The COVID protocol that hospital physicians must follow in lockstep across the U.S. appears to be the implementation of the 2009-2010 Complete Live System developed by Dr. Ezek Emanuel for rationing medical care for people older than 50. Dr. Zeke Emanuel, who was the senior, house, uh, uh, senior White House health policy advisor to Obama, has been advising President Joe Biden about COVID-19, uh, as stated in his Lancet paper, blah, blah, blah. When implemented, the complete live system produces a priority curve on which individuals aged between 15 and 40 get the most substantial chance, whereas the youngest and oldest people get chances that are attenuated. Attenuated means rationed, restricted, or denied medical care that can lead to premature death. In 2021, whistleblower doctors, nurses, attorneys, patient advocates, and journalists have shown and uh, exposed neglect of patients, denial of vital um, intravenous fluids and basic medicines to hospital COVID patients across the U.S. Now, this was an idea that started where else but in England with the uh, UK National Health Service, which in effect, that health directive in the UK constituted euthanasia. That's exactly what is, is happening now here in the United States. We are starting to move down a very vain, dangerous road. This is the the left's brave new world, their great reset of healthcare, where your life will hang in the balance depending on what intersectional group you fit into. It's time to stand up. It's time to say no to this. The rest of the mainstream media will completely miss this or bury it. And it has a lot more to do than just mere pandering. They are moving us into the direction of the UK's NHS. And according to the doctor that wrote that AAPS article, the complete system actually originated in the 90s UK National Health Service Liverpool pathway. The author states it is constituted euthanasia. And it is. And the minute we start going down this road, we are in real, real trouble. But it will help uh, reduce the surplus population for global warming. It will help uh, jobs. It will put out of misery all of those people who have lost their jobs and they're too old to retrain and would take too much money. All of these things. And if you think those things are crazy, read it in their own words. Why would you put the complete live system together? It's exactly the system that the Germans had. How many potatoes can you produce versus how many potatoes do you eat? If you could produce more potatoes than you eat, you get priority. If you produce less, you get none. That's the way it is. Now, this podcast, this radio broadcast, podcast, online television show it wasn't good enough to come off of national tv coming off of national tv and starting our own thing which everyone said was crazy to do every expert said that's crazy i did it i took the wrist risk 
we built this together. Now our platforms are under attack. Our platforms are under attack because I will have disparate voices come on and tell you the news, tell you what it all means. It's your job to figure it out. I can act as a guide, but I've always told you, you have to do your own research. I'm going to give you some tools on that next hour. Don't miss the next hour opening monologue because it's about how do you trust anybody and where do you go to find the truth? Uh, four years of nonstop fake news and hit piece reporting. Um, the New York Times has now started this, launched this attack. They started it last week on January 6th um, to try to get podcasts uh, silenced. Who is the, the director clown this weekend, Stu, that was saying that the blaze needs to be silenced and Fox News needs to be silenced? Hmm, I'm not uh, not sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. it was about 25,000 people out there doing that. This yeah, weekend. yeah. It was some big director in Hollywood. Mm. I just... Shocking. It's a shocking development. Yeah. I almost thought, I just, you know what? Hey, I think we should have more voices and not fewer. And imagine hearing that from an actual Hollywood director. Yeah. You never, yeah. That's, it's always a surprise that you hear them yeah. wanting to censor more people. So let me just let me just go because I can't I, I can't understand the gall that the New York Times has. Four years of nonstop fake news, hit piece reporting. Uh, most of which it has been retracted or clarified. Uh, the recently, the recent one was the Steele dossier and now the COVID stuff. And they are trying to punish Trump supporters. And if they think their fake news resistance would have no consequence, it does. And it's a good consequence. It, it shows us that we have to stand up, that these people are radicals intent on our defeat. But they're looking at podcasts and saying it's dangerous. The New York Times, one of the largest audiences on the planet, dwarfing probably all these podcasts they're looking into, ran a story that included a fictional story of President Trump getting assassinated by a Russian agent with the Secret Service help. Now, I'm, I'm curious, what did the Times expect from that? What were they hoping to get from that? Because it's not news, it was... It was fake news. And dare we say, what was it that they hoped might happen? In any rate, did they consider for a second how Trump supporters might take that fake news? Or how about the hit piece from 2019? Quote, there's no need for detailed electoral collusion between the Trump campaign and Vladimir Putin's oligarchy because they had the overarching deal, the quid of help in the campaign against Hillary Clinton for the quo of the new pro-Russian foreign policy. The Trump campaign, really? They had an overarching deal with Putin? Really? Pray show us the proof of this wild accusation. Or is the mighty New York Times exempt from backing up their accusations? Again, I ask, what would they expect to happen to our society after pushing four plus years of lies and attack? How about the Hunter Biden laptop story written by the New York Times? Unsubstantiated. Everyone knew it was legitimate. FBI had examined the laptop for crying out loud. How did the Times and others get away with delegitimizing a major story involving a candidate running for president with the election imminent? 
And guess how the Times finally resolved, uh, responded and resolved this when the evidence was overwhelming? Did they do a mea culpa? No, they, they just deleted their claim with an, without an editor's note. So that's not a big deal. Podcasts that had the audacity to warn people in advance of what was coming, especially when it comes to the pandemic and the integrity of the election being changed on the fly to accommodate a pandemic. Just mail out the ballots in mass. Don't worry about it. Right. In normal times, the media would be derelict if they ignored that risk and looked the other ways. But after 2016 to 2021, it's hilarious to me that the out uh, the Times feels courageous enough to call anyone out for reporting or commenting on any of this. The same thing goes with coronavirus. The same thing goes with the Great Reset, which is critical that you understand. I'm going to go there in 60 seconds. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Let me tell you about Blinds.com. Right now, you can upgrade a room, tackle your whole house with a huge savings on premium blinds. The shades, the interior shutters, and a whole lot more. Whether you install them yourself or let them handle the installation, Blinds.com's free professional design consultants are always available to help. And with Blinds.com, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. That's why they're the number one online retailer of custom and window coverings with over 40,000 five-star reviews. Blinds.com. They make custom window treatments. They're a minor home improvement that has major impact. Blinds.com. They've made it really super easy. Go to Blinds.com right now and save up to 35% site-wide. It's Blinds.com for up to 35% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. So tell me what you think this, this means, Stu. Leaders, again, are welcoming borrowers uh, with less than pristine credit, a vote of confidence in the health of the U.S. economy and American finances. An estimated 29.2 million general purpose credit cards were issued to people with credit scores of 660 and below last year, um, up from 20.4 million in 2020 and 26 million in 2019. Generally, the threshold where lenders view consumers as having fair rather than good credit. Even some prime, subprime uh, borrowers shunned during the pandemic are finding it easier to get credit lenders issued 11.6 million general purpose credit cards to people with credit scores below 620 in the first nine months of 2021 that's up 43 percent so 33 percent of the banks are reporting uh, that they're easing their credit scan uh, standards for credit card uh, approvals and they say that it is um, it's not going to be like the subprime mortgage uh, borrowers. It's going to be completely different. This time it's different because Americans need the credit cards. Well, that's true. Uh, that's true. But these major banks are putting themselves now behind the eight ball. And who's going to pay for this when people can't pay for those credit cards? You, the taxpayer, will. 
It's true. If you, I mean, this is it, the same thing that we've seen. And they keep saying, like, well, this is different than last time. And the reason they have to say that is because last time was really bad. Right? So they have to come up with some think? justification as to why this would be appropriate to do this time. It's not appropriate to do. The reason why credit scores exist is to try uh, to come up with a system where you can you can uh, give Evaluate. out debt in a rational way. And Correct. It's not it's not a knock against someone who has bad credit, but like nope. our system shouldn't be supplying uh, tons of money to people who can't pay it back. I think that's relatively obvious. Because uh, the banks will get their money one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Usually from taxpayers when all of it burns to the ground. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's and by what the way, saying. something new in uh, 2009 they passed all of your money in your bank. They grab that first because you'll get your money from the federal government. So all of the money that you have in these big, huge institutions, all that money can be grabbed by the bank so they can pay off their bills, even though you can't pay off yours. You'll have to wait for the federal government and FDIC. The Glenn Beck Program. More on The Great Reset coming up in just a second. The uh, new book is out tomorrow. Grab it now. Glennsnewbook.com. Glennsnewbook.com. Get The Great Reset. Um, let me tell you about our, uh, our sponsor this half hour. Uh, it is Relief Factor. Relief Factor is such a great... Um, no, it's not a drug. It's such a great combination of... Uh, natural things that actually help reduce inflammation. The reason why uh, ibuprofen is good is because it relieves um, inflammation. The reason why I can take, you know, prescription 800 milligrams ibuprofen and does nothing is because some bodies work differently. And there are four different approaches to reducing that isolation. Uh, Relief Factor is the only one that uses all four routes. They're like, just try them all. That's why 70% of the people who take this, it works. That's where our pain's coming from. Get it under control. Relieffactor.com. Get the quick start for $19.95 right now. Relieffactor.com or 800, the number four, relief. Where can you get Glenn Beck's new book? How about glensnewbook.com? It's called The Great Reset. It comes out tomorrow. Glensnewbook.com. Well, it looks like California is getting ready to double their income tax. Double the income tax. It, uh, it will increase the average taxpayer's uh, tax burden in California by over $12,000 every year. That's going to go well. California, I mean, now you're on it. Now you've, now you've gotten down to it. Now let's take an additional 12,000 people from the average person. That's going to be, uh, wow, that's going to be great. Uh, plus all the COVID vaccines. Plus, California is now looking at making it mandatory that even if you have COVID, you'll have to go to work in the hospital, which I think Stu is taking the best of New York's policy and merging it with the absolute best of California. I think mm. that's fantastic. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's the way yeah. to do it. By the way, a lot of these things are all happening because of the Great Reset. France is now uh, bracing themselves for 35 to 40 percent guaranteed increase in electric bills this winter. 35 to 40 percent increase in the electrical bills. Why? 
because they are planning power outages of the nuclear power plants, which France gets most of its power from nuclear. And they're going to uh, put those on power outages, uh, you know, just to get ready for the Great Reset. We've got to get these these evil nuke plants out of there and get people to pay higher prices for their electricity. Forty percent. There will be riots in the streets of uh, France. This is the kind of stuff that is coming our way. And you won't have anything to do with it. And they'll explain it away a, mir- a million different ways. But it, the problem is being caused by the left and those who believe in Build Back Better. It's called The Great Reset. We've been talking about it for a long time. Tomorrow, my new book comes out on The Great Reset. This is a must read for anybody that cares about freedom anywhere in the world. This is not an American-centric book. Uh, It is written for America, but this involves the entire free world. It's Justin Haskins uh, co-authoring it with me called The Great Reset, and Justin is with us now. Hi, Justin. Good morning, Glenn. (sighs) I just saw this... um, I just saw this new Heartland poll from Rasmussen that is coming out next week. You sent it to me early. Uh, and I find some really disturbing things in there, specifically on the Great Reset. 44% of Americans don't have any idea what it is. And then it is almost a tie, if I'm not mistaken, on those for and against these policies. Is that right? Uh, so the vast majority of people, that's true, did not know what it was. As Of the people who did know what it was, um, it was pretty close to a tie. If you're looking at strongly favor versus somewhat favor and somewhat oppose and strongly oppose, you group those things together. It was pretty close to a tie, but somewhat oppose was over 50%. So most voters did say, if they knew what it was, that they did not support it. And strongly oppose was by far the plurality choice at 43%. So uh, there were a lot of people who know what it is and hate it, (laughs) but there's still a lot of people who have no clue what it is and their world is changing around them and they just don't know why. And I would contend that uh, some of those people that said, yeah, they know about it and they're for it. Some are socialists. Some have to be fascistic, but I'll bet you most people don't really even know you know, they've bought the the hype that this is just a jobs program. This is, you know, just uh, for global warming. They haven't really looked into it. That would be my guess. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And actually, there was one question in the poll that we asked that I think brought that out. We asked people what they thought the highest priority should be for businesses. So if they had to choose one highest priority for businesses, what should it be? And of the questions we asked, most of them were things that you would normally, if you are a conservative, especially associate with things businesses should be doing, like earning a profit uh, to benefit shareholders or owners, providing individual consumers with high quality products and services at the lowest prices. That was the number one choice at 45 percent. But then we threw in trying to stop climate change as one option and then using business resources to pursue social justice causes as another option. Now, those two are pretty much the stated purpose of ESG scores, and which is a huge part of the Great Reset. And only 9% said trying to stop climate change. And 1% said using business resources to pursue social justice causes. So together, it's only 10% of voters. The vast majority of even Democrats did not make those selections. So when you ask people whether they support the Great Reset and they say yes, 
there were a bunch of people who said yes, but also said that they don't think that stopping climate change or or having businesses fight for social justice causes was their pri- highest priority. And that's really one of the main uh, tenets of the Great Reset. So I don't think that people who support it even really fully understand what it is in the vast majority of cases. Especially since it looks like 54% of the American people still believe in capitalism. Uh, 45%, this is in order, 45% providing individual customers with high-quality products and services at the lowest price. Then the next is providing goods, benefits, and pay to employees. So, you know, that's probably pretty good. Um, 14, earning a profit to benefit shareholders or owners, 14%. The last two, like you said, is only 10%. And those are the real goals uh, of... um, of the great reset i contend that earning a profit to benefit shareholders or owners uh that's also part of the great reset would you not agree or would you i I think i think it it absolutely is i think the great reset is the biggest ponzi scheme that's ever been hatched in the history of humanity (laughs) i think that there's trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars flowing into people in wall street uh investors and big banks and corporations and all these people uh so i think there are a lot of people getting rich off of it but i think when we ask voters this question i don't think that they understand that i think the vast majority of them are thinking no that's just part of capitalism and there's certain people who would answer the question that way for that reason but yes is the great reset primarily about uh benefiting shareholders and owners of companies in a way you could absolutely make that argument yeah and i would say owners more than shareholders i'd say owners more than shareholders stakeholders as they call them um so let's let's go through some of this stuff this this these poll numbers come out later this week and early next week um but i think it's worth going into here we have an exclusive on these uh so let's go into them uh let's start with let's start with covid um and the trust level on covid and and vaccinations where does that stand Right. So what we wanted to do is ask questions that would get at the heart of how authoritarian are people really when it comes to the unvaccinated. And so we asked the people, we asked voters, these are all likely voters, we asked them a series of questions um, about uh, policy proposals, some of them we just made up, in, that get increasingly more authoritarian to see how authoritarian people would be. And then we looked at party affiliation and things to see if there was a connection between party affiliation and authoritarianism. And what we found was that um, about half of Democrats, depends on the question, sometimes it's a little more than half, sometimes it's a little less, but about half of Democrats support some incredibly authoritarian policies. For example, we asked people if uh, they would support a policy that would require that uh, unvaccinated people live in designated areas or facilities, essentially camps. And about half of Democrats said yes. We asked if people should be required to wear trackable devices if they refuse to get vaccinated. About half of Democrats said yes to that as well. Mm. We asked if people should be fined or imprisoned for questioning the efficacy of the existing COVID vaccine. And about half of Democrats said that they should be fined or imprisoned for that. The only thing, the only authoritarian question we asked that did not have uh, about half of Democrats support it, uh, or more than half, was a question we asked um, 
if you refuse to get vaccinated, should you lose custody of your children? And only 28 percent of Democrats said yes to that. So, I mean, that is crazy. Been, uh, it's totally crazy. And when we, we looked at the results, we compared those results to, say, Republicans or independents. Independents are a little bit more likely to go along with it, as you would probably expect. But really but, not, not anywhere close. They're in the, in the 20s. Exactly right. The independents overwhelmingly rejected these policies uh, just, as, just as much, almost just as much as Republicans, depending on the question. So this is really only Democrats that support this. And then when you look at all the other crosstabs uh, from the polling data, from all the other questions, the number one thing, well, one of the top two or three things, uh, but the biggest thing that you could look at to say, what is the best predictor for determining how people are going to answer these authoritarian questions was their support level for Joe Biden. If their support level for Joe Biden was very high, the highest level, then they were most likely to be authoritarian. If their support level was extremely low for Joe Biden, the, the, the biggest disapproval, then they were the least likely to be authoritarian. And so you can see this divide that exists in, the, in, in America is pretty overwhelming. And support for Joe Biden amongst independents was very low. So that actually kind of plays into all of this as well. And where does Joe Biden stand with Donald Trump? I just saw a poll that shows Joe Biden is underwater in all but, I think, three states uh, in the union, which is really bad, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. We we asked questions about we asked the question specifically about a head to head matchup between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in the next presidential election. And 46 percent of likely voters chose Donald Trump compared to 40 percent for for Joe Biden. And when you look at the breakdown by party affiliation, what you see is that support, the the real reason for the difference is that support for Joe Biden amongst independents was only 29% compared to Donald Trump was 45%. So Mm. if you're, if you're Donald Trump, that's an incredibly, incredibly strong result to get from a poll that's looking at likely voters. And women changed as well. Yeah, absolutely. Women were tied between Donald Trump and and Joe Biden, which when you look at exit polling from the last election, women pretty much very strongly rejected Donald Trump, according to the exit polling, in favor of Joe Biden. So that shows that there are a lot of independents. There are a lot of women. If I had to guess, I would say there are a lot of people in suburbs uh, who are changing their minds now that they've seen a year of Joe Biden, the absolute catastrophe that it's been. And this really shouldn't be shocking. This is what we saw with the election results that happened earlier in uh, in Virginia. Um, Virginia is a blue state. Virginia is has been a blue state now for over a decade. And yet they overwhelmingly rejected an establishment Democrat, went with a Republican. And I think that that shows when the, the election is about the issues when, when people see the failure of the Biden administration, they're going to reject it and they're going to go in, a, in, in the direction of Donald Trump. One last one last thing on Virginia and Yunkin. He just um, put in as his uh, secretary of education, somebody who is deep into Common Core CRT. The connections and the money is is gigantic. I hope he doesn't turn out to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, hidden a hidden leftist or a hidden uh, uh, liar 
when it comes to that. That was the most important thing, the, the uh, schools with children. And um, he's just put in charge of all of the reforms, somebody who's believed in this stuff from the get-go. I, I hope the voice of Virginia and Virginians uh, are heard by the, uh, the governor. Well, sir, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It is uh, Justin Haskins. He is the co-author of the book, The Great Reset, which comes out tomorrow. And you can find that at glensnewbook.com. There are, for the first time, we are having problems keeping people selling fake copies of my book uh, online. So we want to make sure that we are always on the links to make sure that you get the book that you want to buy. It's glensnewbook.com. Glensnewbook.com. Order it right now. I can't believe that. I mean, this is the world we live in where, you know, Twitter and everybody, they're making sure that everybody is, you know, not doing any harm and saying anything that anybody shouldn't be saying. And yet they're allowing people to scam uh, uh, my listeners and buy books that have no reason to be selling except to confuse the market anyway a little known fact every every time a part-time real estate agent sells a house for you an angel gets its wings i don't know if that is true or not but i think i saw something like that in a movie Uh, over the years i have been frustrated with trying to buy and sell houses i never seem to buy or sell them at the right time uh and i i i always get the real estate agent who is like Really, we're going to have another open house. I don't think that strategy is working. Well, after working for several years with some of the best real estate agents in the world as designated by the uh, Wall Street Journal, I found that there is a pattern, something that the greatest real estate agents all do. Many don't even know the, uh, the protocol and the things that really make a difference and move the needle today. They're operating in, a, in an old world. So we went out, we looked for those real estate agents, and we can refer them to you. They don't work for us, but we can refer them to you so you get what we deem the best real estate a- agent in your area. They listen to you, they'll sell your house, and they'll help you buy the new house, whether it's across town or across the country. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. In some hospitals that we've talked to, up to 40% of the patients who are coming in with COVID are coming in not because they're sick with COVID, but because they're coming in with something else and have uh, had COVID or the Omicron variant detected. Right. But I guess, do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID, but they had other comorbidities? Do you have that breakdown? Um, yes, of course, with Omicron, we're following that very carefully. Our death registry, of course, um, takes a few weeks to and is, uh, takes a few weeks to collect. Um, and of course, Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, but those data will be forthcoming. I mean, uh, that's Rochelle Walensky from the CDC. My question is, we've spent $6.6 trillion on COVID. How do we not have these breakdowns yet?
It's an undercover and another miserable failure of the Biden administration. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, Hi. welcome to the uh, program. How are you doing? That's a, a very relaxed way to, to, well, to just, join the audience. I, okay. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I, uh, I'd like to do something positive today. I was going to go into some other things that are going on in the news, but I just would like to add something really positive to the world today. So, uh, you have something well, like that? Forty-five seconds. Uh, no, but I'm searching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. Har- you asked me Harlan Coben shows on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I see The Stranger, The Woods, and Safe. Any of those? Yeah. yeah. Stay close. Yeah. Stay close. Yeah. Uh, and the woods. I don't think I've seen the woods. Have you? You know, he's been on several times. He's a friend mm-hmm. of the program. He's been on several times uh, for some of his books. But his his, his mini series, his you know limited series, mm-hmm. they are tremendous. Just tremendous. That you can never figure out until like at the end. You're like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What? Anyway. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Don't believe the hype on COVID. Don't dismiss it. But listen for the facts. We gave a a laundry list of facts in hour number one. If you missed hour number one of today's broadcast, make sure you get the podcast after this uh, episode airs. You'll be able to find it at Blaze or wherever you get your bod- your podcast. But don't miss it if you're worried about COVID. If you want to understand about the Great Reset, uh, that's hour number two of the podcast. We go into the work that is being done by so many to obscure. And tomorrow we have even more on that. This hour, we want to talk to you about Joe Biden's relationships. The Hunter Biden relationships seem to have real world consequences, big real-world consequences now in a negative way with a country that the Soviet Union or Russia is now sending troops into. Does Biden's role play a role in any of this? That's coming up and so much more in 60. (sighs) All right. What a day. It's uh, Monday. We're glad you're here. Our sponsor this half hour uh, is Goldline. There is a story today where it shows that uh, France is going to go shutting down their nuclear power plants, controlled shutdowns, and the electricity costs 
in France because they get most of their electricity from that evil nuclear power that is perfectly clean and the answer for America and the world. Uh, but they're, they're going to have a rate increase of 35 to 40 percent. That is already causing uh, problems in the former Soviet Union to have that kind of uh, percentage increase. We're going to get it here because they are going to continue to uh, close down ways for us to get energy, making it more and more expensive. But they're also devaluing our dollar at a record rate. Never been done like this before. There is no escape from this. You're in the uh, what is that? You're in the event horizon now where I don't think you have enough power to turn it around. I hope that's wrong. Um, but what do you do when you're in that economic event horizon? You plant stakes in every possible place you can plant them. Uh, and those stakes are things, quite honestly, like Bitcoin. Bitcoin is extraordinarily volatile. Don't know. Um, it could be worth nothing in the end. We know gold and silver will be worth something because it always is worth something. When a world has no meaning and no belief in anything, you need to return to something that is tangible and real. And when your money starts going down, the hedge against that insanity is always gold or silver. Always, since the biblical times. Please call Goldline today. Don't worry about, am I going to have anything left for retirement? Don't worry about that. Please make sure that you have diversified and 10% is in precious metals. That's what's right for my family. It may not be right for yours, but you know, do your own homework. Right now, they're giving away free and no charge silver with every purchase of their historic $5 gold Indians. I buy these coins for a number of reasons. Call Goldline and find out why. I also buy silver for really good reasons as well. I think gold will become so expensive that you're not going to, hey, can you break a $10,000 coin? No. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Go there now. So, Stu, um, you know, I know you made fun of me on sports uh, last week, but I believe I, I talked about the Detroit Lions. And uh, you made fun of me, but uh, Pat didn't have a good day yesterday. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're talking about their win over the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Um, of course. The Detroit Lions. Even I know <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. Now, you're correct that's not supposed to happen. However, the game completely meaningless for the Green Bay Packers, uh, considering they Doesn't had matter. the number one seed locked up and a bye, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So they really didn't need to win the game of course you knew that as a huge sports fan yeah i did i did know that mm. but uh and do you just throw the game away do you just throw it away well they benched a lot of their players including their mvp uh, level quarterback in the second half uh, i will say if i'm a detroit lions fan i'm a little upset that they did win because if they would have lost they would have had the number one pick uh in next year's draft given jacksonville won, but they decided to win that game oh, for some wow. reason and instead now will be i think number two See, that is the type of deep analysis that I lead everybody on this program right into right. that America <laughs> oh, is, is, that? is needing. Yeah, that's what well, you were doing. You, know. you were leading me into analysis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually watched the 49ers uh, with my son. I watched the, the Buccaneers and the 49ers and mm. the Ravens with my son yesterday. Um, but uh, 
that San Francisco save at the end in overtime mm. when the 49ers, inter- well, it was an interception, I think. Yeah, an interception. Mm. That was unbelievable. Mm. <laughs> I still don't know how overtime works, but... Uh... Did, you see the, did you happen to see the game last night, Glenn? I'm sure you did. Raiders and Chargers. No, I didn't. Big, big game. Um, the end of the game was fascinating because if the two teams tied, they both would go to the playoffs. However, if one of them won, the other team would not go to the playoffs. So they went to overtime, and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the fans and the audience there were, I'm sure, sweating this as well. But uh, if they tied, the Steelers would have been out of the playoffs. And then the Raiders had a decision to make whether to just take a knee, take the tie, and go to the playoffs with the Chargers, or try to kick a field goal to win the game and knock the Chargers out and let the Steelers in. A riveting, completely, like, it was a game that was completely riveting and also just based on obscure tiebreakers, but it was very fun. So here's the weird thing. I've noticed that when you get to this point in the season, usually everybody is so matched that the games get boring. This is why the Super Bowl is boring, because there's never a blowout. You know what I mean? Like, Like the Ravens game yesterday was boring, 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 last fourth quarter. It gets, you know, tied up. Then it goes into overtime. It was actually exciting. But the first three quarters were a snooze fest. It's really fascinating to talk to you about this stuff because I feel like I'm talking to a liberal about the economy. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I no, should I, never talk about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, the Super Bowl was famous for being nothing but blowouts for like 20 years. And then, honestly, over the past 15 or so, it's been, you're right, a lot of really good games and, and uh, competitive games. But that used to be the thing all the time that by the, f- the second half, it was it was already over because mm. it was such a blowout. But, you're, I mean, you're right. So you think getting, that's big, do you think that's Big Pharma that did that? Yeah, that changed it? It probably is. I yeah. would say, why yeah. we, let's, let's play Pfizer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Big Dorito. That's, that's what's happening there. We need like those it. spots. Yeah. We need those spots. <laughs> Um, there's something else that I, I would like to go into that I'm more, much more of an expert on, mm. uh, and that is uh, great television. Mm. Uh, so I'm because I'm I'm home with COVID. You're feeling better though, right? Oh, I'm feeling very. I'm, I I would be at work today, no problem. In normal circumstances. In normal circumstances, I just don't want to get everybody sick. And please pray for our staff. We are really oh down to a shoestring. Um, uh, you know, Sarah is out. Pat is out. Jeffy, please pray for Jeffy. Jeffy is got COVID, and to say Jeffy's not at the peak of health is is an understatement. And quite honestly, none of us are stronger to strong enough to carry that casket. So too soon, yeah, a little bit too soon. Just a tad, not by much. I'll tell you, not by much, but just a little too soon. I'm worried about our backs, you yeah. know. It's bad. <laughs> but uh, please pray for Jeffy because he has he's had a rough go of it in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and we're all very, very concerned about him and love him dearly. Um, but uh, and Pat as well. And we've got we've got a ton of people that you don't know their names that are also at it's it's getting bad. If we if we're still on the air on uh, Friday, it'll be. It'll be interesting. We're hiring nurses now yeah. to do to do camera jobs, but <clears throat> and no vaccine required. I, I may be the only person on every Blaze TV show this week. Uh, it's, it's I know like everybody is out sick right now, and I think this I is know. you know I've been talking to people, friends around the country, and 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 it's 
this way seemingly everywhere right now. Everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's yeah, it just doesn't matter. The, the, the vaccine doing the same kind of thing. This is the Omicron variant. This, nobody was prepared for this one. Um, but the good news is it is much less severe, much less severe. There is, there is, there's no way I would have been broadcasting last week with the original COVID. I may have had Delta. I'm not sure, but I had it right before the vaccines were out. Yeah, I think you were pre-Delta. Um, it could have been Alpha, maybe. Um, yeah, but it was. Yeah, I know my family had Alpha. I didn't get Alpha, and then right as Delta was kind of really snowballing, I got Delta. I think, um, and okay. now we believe I have Omicron. Which even if if I have Delta, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Either my immune system really kicked in or it's just a much weaker Omicron uh, variant, which is great if this happens. The scientists are somewhat split on whether it's actually a lot less severe or we just have a lot of immunity built up between not only the vaccine, but obviously also people just getting it over the years that a lot of people who are now getting it the second time, it seems to break through both vaccine and natural immunity. And people who are getting it the second time are having a much better go of it. Uh, look, I mean, this is this is this is uh, what happened in yeah. 1918. It is. Yeah. 1918. The Spanish flu was deadly. 1919. Even worse. Yeah. 1920. It was like this. It started to uh, like this. Maybe just started to burn through and just become the common flu. The Spanish flu. That's why we have flu shots every year because of that. This may be replacing, hopefully, the common cold. And that would be fantastic if that happened. We don't want to double the flu numbers. Uh, and, you know, nobody wants to have everybody have a cold. But if this can just become the replacement of the common cold, that's good. That's good stuff. Much better than the alternative. It's not a, it's not a society shutting down type of thing. You know, I think we're, we're going to have a rough couple of weeks just because, not yes, because... we are. Yeah, look, you have more you have more uh, immunity. You, you have a, a, a lighter variant, but also you just have numbers. It's so transmissible. I mean, it's so transmissible, so transmissible. And, and here's the problem. Just you can't take this many people out of society and expect everything to be running normally. Yeah, it just it, it can't happen. But that doesn't mean the hospitals are overwhelmed or anything else. You know, they're not giving you the numbers of the hospital. The people that are in for covid is minuscule next to the number of people who are in the hospital for something else and with covid yeah when it gets something that's something a complete spreads, different yeah when it's something gets spread around this wild wildly a lot of people have it don't even realize it go in for a broken leg or whatever and have it and like you know it, it presents issues for hospitals right it's totally different though than what we were seeing you know in northern italy or even like new york city in, in march of 2020 mm-hmm. there you've got they're putting refrigerated trucks with bodies outside of the hospitals now you're talking about okay like let's say someone comes in with a broken leg uh, they would normally go to that area of the hospital well now if they have covid they can't put them next to a, a a person who has a broken leg that doesn't have covid you can't stick them in the same room so they need more space they need different areas they need to rearrange things add on to that that doctors and nurses and other healthcare workers are getting covid at the same time and have to stay home it does stress hospitals but it's a totally different thing than what they were warning about back in uh, 2020 and you would not be able to tell that from the coverage in the media they're making it sound as if it's as bad or worse than the worst moments of this thing it's not even close to that people are not on ventilators like they were we were running out of none of that is happening 
None of that is happening. And by the way, if you miss the protocol today and you want to be able to fight this in advance, the, the secret is getting it before it hits you and having your immune system bolstered. And then there are two stages of this. There's when you are infected and can affect, infect others. Um, and then the stage two is when it goes down into the lungs and it gets really nasty. And that's where you get blood clots and everything else. You want to treat this immediately. And it's really pissing me off that doctors are saying, just go home, take some aspirin, sit through it. No, that is the time to make sure that you kill that from replicating in the first week. And it's really important to do. You know, something else that really bothers me. I, I know you watched the case study, Stu, from Pfizer. Did you look at the London and European uh, part of that study? Uh, I mean, I think a, a while ago I okay. looked at it. But so yeah. the, the Europeans, they didn't, you know, England was really good at getting everybody their their vaccine. Okay. And this is in the vaccine report. And so what happened is they had this huge spike when they get all the vaccines, they have this huge spike of COVID patients. And then it takes a huge dive down and it's very flat after a while where um, Europe didn't have that. And they just keep kind of going up and, you know, going for a long time. That huge spike, according to Pfizer's own data, in their trials, their clinical trials, shows that that spike is from a 14-day period after you get the vaccine or a booster that makes your, your body more vulnerable to getting COVID. It will be less severe, but in the first 14 days, you're more vulnerable to get it. So the time to say, get the vaccine, get the booster, is not when everybody is having it. Like right now, getting the booster could possibly make it much more likely that you get COVID in the next four days because your body is already struggling with it. And if you're exposed, the, the Pfizer's own research shows this. That's why it's so dangerous, this you know, it's going around. You've got to go get it right now. You've got to go get your booster or your shot right now. No. You say those things when we have relative periods of rest, not at the height of it. Yeah, there's a, I mean, look, there's a lot of theories and a lot of disagreement on this stuff. But, I mean, I think at this point you should be able to just go out. You're going to have to analyze this and make your own decisions. No, yep. Anthony Fauci and Rochelle Walensky or Glenn Beck or Stuberger, or none of us are your doctor or your dad. So just go figure out your own, make your own mind up, look at the stuff that you can find. And at this point, the information's out there. If you, if you just got to live with your own decisions, right? I mean, that's where we all yeah. are. Okay. Let me tell you about our commercial sponsor. I'm sorry. My computer is not linking. Who is it? Oh, Built Bar. Oh my gosh. I can do a, I can do a week on Built Bars. I love Built Bars. Lost five pounds last week. Um, wow. And uh, that's with me home eating COVID diet or no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Atkins. I'm doing Atkins hardcore, but I'm using built bar to supplement. Cause I, last night I was about to lose my mind. I have to have chocolate. I have a sweet tooth like crazy. And built bars are pretty low in carbs too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four net carbs, mm -hmm. uh, in built bars and they're really, really delicious. Um, they're, you know, uh, four net carbs. They're 130 calories. 
Um, they're made with real chocolate, high in protein. These are actual protein bars, but I think that sounds nasty. I've never had a protein bar except for Built Bar that I liked. Right now, you can get 15% off if you use the promo code BEC15. Get your Built Bars. Keep your New Year's resolution and lose weight. It's Built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Built.com. Promo code BEC15. 10 seconds. Station ID. So uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Netflix and things. If you're into mysteries, and I mean really good mysteries, uh, Stay Close is out now. It's Harlan Corbin's Stay Close. He is a great writer, but his TV shows are amazing. He's been doing a series over in England uh, for Netflix. And they are true. You will not be able to figure out how this thing works until the very last episode. We just watched, uh, I think, Stay Close, which is his latest, and it was phenomenal. But he has Strangers, Stay Close, Safe, uh, and uh, the, what is the other one? The Worlds? I can't remember. Um, also, we watched because Tanya's on the couch too because she threw her back out. So the two of us are just being slugs. We also watched Nine Perfect Strangers with Nicole Kidman. Have you seen that, Stu? No. Is it good? Oh, it's really good. It's a best-selling book. Tanya read the book, uh, and uh, she said, I want to watch this. And I'm like, ah, yeah. Um, and I watched it, and it is fantastic. And it, it's, it's really strange because you will not know how to feel about what Nicole Kidman's character is doing to these people. It's, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, refresh, relax, and reevaluate your life. And something is not right, but you don't know what it is. And I kept saying to Tanya all the way through, I kept saying, well, so far I don't have a problem with any of the, I know I'm supposed to feel like this is not good, but I don't have a problem with it so far. Uh, it, it's really interesting and just electric. It's one of those, you watch an episode and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch that. Also one more. Again, doing nothing with my life but watching TV. 1883. If you like Yellowstone, you are going to love 1883. It is, it's coming out of the gate strong, and uh, it is well worth the time. You can find that on Paramount, 1883. I'm more concerned about Tanya. If she threw her back out, how does she get away from you? There is no escape, Steve. <laughs> no escape. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Car Shield. Very few people walk out of their front door in the morning thinking, wow, today's the day my car is going to break down, and I, I'm set for it. I mean, I've been expecting it. It's been a little overdue, and uh, I can't wait to spend that money. Right now, this is the worst time with the breakdown of the supply chain, not being able to get parts for your car, not being able to get chips for the car. And going out and buying a new car is, Stu, you were telling me about a car, what was it, Cadillac, that's building a new car, and they're asking $50,000 over the sticker price? Well, some dealerships are, when they get them in stock, they're like, ah, sure you can buy it, 50 grand over the sticker, uh, the sticker price, and people crazy. are paying it. Yeah. Oh. I sold my truck last year for more than I paid for it, and it, it used, and I wow. bought it new. 
I mean, it's crazy. Car Shield, don't get into this situation. Car Shield, the best defense against costly repairs. It could put you into a deep freeze. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Save a buttload of money. Be prepared for when your car breaks down. Carshield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. The Great Reset is out tomorrow. It's Glenn's new book. Where can you get it? Glenn'sNewBook.com. Well, that's clever. If you're sitting at home and you've seen everything on Netflix, make sure that you get my new book, The Great Reset. This is, I think this has been the hardest book for us to write. Um, And it's one of those books that is, uh, hopefully will be foundational to you understanding what you're up against. It is, uh, it's uh, a behemoth. It is Hydra. It's everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere. And the book comes out tomorrow. We'll have more on that. You can get it at Glenn's new book, glennsnewbook.com. Make sure you go there. And we, we've developed that special address for a couple of reasons. One, this is a Mercury Inc. book, and we don't have Simon & Schuster, um, and uh, we're happy about that. So this is kind of an experimental kind of thing, and we want to make sure that you're getting the book. Uh, also, uh, because there are, strangely, Amazon is letting people rip off this book and put the cover on, and uh, or even their own cover, and say, this is the shortened version of Glenn Beck's book. And they're selling that, and it looks like mine. The confusion is great. Um, Gee, I wonder why that would happen with a major corporation. Anyway, you can find it at Glenn's new book. It is available tomorrow. Make sure you order it today. The uh, second printing, we we did an enormous number of first printing. Um, But uh, if it sells into a second printing, it could be five months before you're able to access it. So please get it now. Glenn's new book. All right, Steve Brigier, Stu Brigier, whatever his name is, our executive producer, of course, been following everything closely in Kazakhstan uh, <laughs> and I? the riots in. Hmm? Have I? <laughs> yes, oh, I mean, missed. I have. I've been. Yeah, yeah, sure, in. sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure we went to somebody with maybe perhaps a little less knowledge on it than Stu. Uh, and that would be uh, Jason Buttrell, who is our chief researcher and our foreign affairs guy. He looks at military foreign affairs. This one is uh, really dicey, um, Jason, and one that I didn't really see over the horizon coming. We've been paying so much attention to Ukraine, but Kazakhstan is another former Soviet uh, property. And they have gone into riots because their government is all controlling authoritarian um, is being is completely corrupt. uh, And they have just jacked energy prices about 40 percent on the average citizen. So they went up in arms. There were 90 people that had been shot uh, as of Friday. We're almost up to 200 people have been shot and they're saying thousands are in jail. The reason why this is important is why, Jason? Multiple reasons, really. Kazakhstan's really, really fascinating. It's like one of the final, you know, Soviet, old Soviet bloc holdouts 
that really kind of pretended like the Soviet Union never fell. Uh, Nazarbayev is their, uh, whatever you want to call him, president, whatever. He's been that way since the fall of the Soviet Union. Uh, kind of ran it the same exact way. He never really went away. Um, he's and put into place another leader, but kind of just stepped down, but stayed in the background, still really kind of directing things until this shakeup after the, the fall. Now, I want to put all this in perspective because you mentioned Ukraine. And uh, John Bolton, of all people, but of course he would write this uh, article, but he just wrote an article in the Wall Street Journal saying how Kazakhstan, and this puts it in perspective, and I think he's kind of right here, signals what Russia wants. They want the return of the Soviet Union. And places like Ukraine, Belarus, Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. we're seeing that. And ju- just so you know, there's a global you know, kind of scramble for natural resources right now. And let me just read off some of the reasons why Kazakhstan might be important to a few countries. Um, They're seventh in global oil reserves in the world. They're second in chrome, third in silver, copper, zinc, lead, sixth in gold, Mm. um, second in global uranium reserves. It's a smorgasbord. Yeah, it's a smorgasbord of natural resources there. Um, Vladimir Putin just uh, came out today and said that he has helped to quash or you know um, put down a foreign backed uprising now they're they're putting the blame obviously on oh, us boy. they always do i mean we're the scapegoats for this but you got to keep in context what they're looking at remember the hunter biden laptop t- laptop scandal there was an email that came out in that where um uh, uh, Hunter Biden was saying, hey, this uh, former security head, intelligence chief, uh, and prime minister is our good friend, quote unquote. Well, he was just fired and arrested just a few days ago for treason in Kazakhstan. If you remember then, there was a picture that came out of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, this guy just arrested for treason, and another oligarch where they were all doing business deals with. This is absolutely insane. We tried to warn everyone that, hey, this goes far beyond corruption within the Biden family. I have no doubt that this family is corrupt. Um, they're doing all these business deals in tandem with uh, policy uh, measures in China, Ukraine, Kazakhstan. Uh, we're teeing them up. This is why this is so bad. This is why this is so dangerous, is that we're making it easy for people like the Russians to criticize mm-hmm. us and put the blame on us. So uh, this um, uh, this connection to Joe Biden is I mean, I've been thinking a lot about this. The reason why these countries become banana republics is because their leadership is allowed to gather power and strength and money. And they can make all kinds of strategic partnerships with companies, um, with nefarious individuals and countries and gain tremendous wealth from it. And with that wealth, they gain power and uh, everybody begins to work uh, for them and in concert with them. That's what's happening in all of these countries that are so corrupt and it will fail. Biden is the first one, I think, that has made this into a household franchise. This he's the one Clinton started it. But I think Biden has gone even farther than uh, the Clintons. Would you agree with that or not? Oh, absolutely. He's I mean, I think a lot of them are guilty of this, but he's made himself. They were so careless and they never thought that they would get get called out on this. It was just the way of the game for the swamp in Washington, D.C., Everyone kind of made their own bread however they could get it. 
But the Bidens were so brazen. So they didn't even care. They were having Hunter Biden on Air Force Two going all over the world and doing deals while uh, Joe was making deals while he's uh, president with, you know, with uh, Xi Jinping. I mean, they, they just didn't even try and hide it. Uh, now it's coming out, you know, it's it's out in the open. And how can the State Department say, hey, you guys, you know, are corrupt, you know, you know, you need an anti-corruption bureau over there to root out, you know, corruption when they know very well what the Bidens have been doing. It's no different here. And then well, that's because the anti-corruption arm is run literally with money from George Soros. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, th- that anti-corruption league is part of the corruption that our government under Obama and now Biden put in all over uh, the world to fight corruption. But it is to make sure it's fighting the corruption that isn't their corruption. Right. It leaves it's their the corruption, corruption funnels towards the corrupt here. <laughs> right. It becomes a uh, becomes a cartel. Um, let me uh, let me go here. The, the, is this enough of a connection to excuse Putin for going in now to Ukraine? It makes it, I would imagine, much more likely that he will, when he's done here, go into Ukraine because he'll say the American president is behind all of this. Yeah, the, the, the Ukraine situations, I, I, I believe it's a little bit different animal. Um, but I, I, I think that th- this definitely goes towards the further erosion of uh, the relationship between the two countries, Russia and the United States. And it also gives uh, Putin a lot more leverage when they I mean, they're, they're still scheduled, uh, the United States and Russia, to get together to discuss uh, what's going to happen with, uh, with, with Ukraine, Belarus, uh, Kazakhstan. All those will be on the table. Um, but it gives them a whole lot more leverage when they're trying to get concessions from us. Right now, the whole thing is, you know, they're talking about we do not want NATO to expand further mm-hmm. eastward. Well, I don't even think that they have plans to uh, expand NATO eastward. But this is th- the things that they're saying so they can get more and more concessions in eastern Ukraine. Eastern Ukraine is a flashpoint that um, is probably the most dangerous uh, maybe in the world right now, depending on how the two sides handle it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, a- again, it's just this family, the, the Biden family. It's a, we, again, I can't stress that enough. We, we tr- you know, we have warned, we shouted from the mountaintops. Look, this goes, okay, you don't, you don't mind about corruption. Fine. Democrats, the left. Okay. I guess we, you know, we'll agree that, you know, you don't care too much about corruption, but it goes beyond that. Look how dangerous this is in the world. Now, this dirty laundry is now getting out into the world and they're using that dirty laundry to further weaken the United States and to further weaken and harm their neighbors. It's, uh, it, it just, it baffles me. Jason, you are following the Great Reset. Um, what was the story this weekend that came out that opened your eyes and said, oh, boy, we're, we're deeper into this than I thought? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think you covered it at the top of the hour. But, um, you know, the, uh, the Biden administration rationing care. Uh, I mean, well, they didn't say rationing care, but they, you know, the equity that they're injecting into it is all about the Great Reset. All of that is in your book. Um, we're seeing it play out in little bits and pieces, you know, like that. But then you really have to go very deep into it. And the book helps out with that. But, I mean, you were calling out the complete live system. You know, when was that? What, 2008? 2008. 2008, 9. I mean, yeah. you're, talking, you're talking about death panels, in a sense. Uh, this mm-hmm. stuff can't came from the UK. They want the national health system. They're doing it in little increments going step by step by step. Uh, and, you know, whether you want to call it in the, in the corporate system, ESG, 
uh, all of that. I mean, we're seeing it come out every single week. Just as John Kerry said, this is happening with more speed and intensity than anyone expected. I mean, it's it's amazing how much has been done in just 12 months. This is I mean, just think about the next three years, Glenn, how bad this Mm -hmm. is going to get. So here's the good news. Um, We are on it. You have the resource tomorrow. Uh, it is the first real exposure of the Great Reset. This is the primer, if you will, on the Great Reset. You can find it now at glensnewbook.com, glensnewbook.com. You can get that ship for you so you have it in 24 hours. It's probably out in some stores probably today. But make sure you grab a copy of The Great Reset by me. Make sure it has my name and Soros's and Biden's face on it uh, and Klaus Schwab. Um, but make sure you grab that, uh, grab that book and have it. We're going to get into it tomorrow and a way for you to judge who's telling you the truth and who's not all on tomorrow's program. Jason, thank you very much. All right. So the holiday gift season is uh, behind us and keeping all those Internet connected presents safe from cyber thieves should be on the top of your mind. Some steps you can take protect your computers, phones, smartwatches more from the attacks include turning off device listening, updating software often applying two factor authentication and using complex passwords and enabling lock screens. It is more important than ever to understand easy it is for cyber criminals to get your information and you don't have the time nor quite honestly the capability of monitoring everything and taking care of this yourself my gosh we're all trying to run families and businesses and everything else no one can do this entirely but the best in the business is lifelock it's lifelock by norton join now and save up to 25 percent off your first year with the promo code back call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com do it now. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. It's lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. The Glenn Beck Program. So really a sad uh, day in the comedy world. Uh, Bob Saget passed away. Um, we don't know what from he was in a hotel room. He was, um, you know, traveling, doing his stand up comedy. Uh, and he was beloved by a lot of people that do comedy. And if you've never, if you've never seen him, he is not the guy on America's funniest home videos or full house yeah, yeah. or full house. He's not that guy <laughs> No. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've had Bob on a couple of times and always found him delightful. And, uh, in fact, without getting into details, um, uh, somebody was developing a show and wanted an animated show and wanted Bob and I to be neighbors. Uh, and I think it would have been hysterical, just hysterical. I don't even remember what happened to it. Yeah, it was, it was, um, I remember being, I mean, there's several meetings on it and it went, I don't know, relatively far as far as this stuff goes. Yeah. But it was, a, um, it was pitched kind of as a family guy style uh, cartoon with you and Bob Saget as neighbors, like one liberal, one conservative kind of mm-hmm. fighting it out and torturing each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. would have been incredible. I mean, that really yeah, would have been funny. It was, we were going to make it smart on both ends. So the liberal would feel good. The conservative would feel good. Uh, you know, and uh, whatever he was doing, I was jabbing him. And whatever I was doing, <laughs> uh, you know, 
and it would have been really funny really funny that would have been a legendary show i mean because he yeah. was you know he came out with that sort of very wholesome full house thing and then america's funniest home videos and people i don't think realized at least at that point that he was uh, first of all very 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 foul mouth yes he was very harsh foul at mouth. times yeah but really yeah. talented and really funny as a comedian to the point he's highly respected among uh, other comedians he's like one of those guys that comedians love to say that they love and uh there's never you know you never get higher praise than that and you know it's so odd that his career really wound up looking at times like this super wholesome you know at times you know sticky not very funny like if you full full house role uh, or america's funniest home videos and then you go see him live and it was just at times like you know mind-bending It'd be like if uh, back in the day, if Michael Landon would have been doing porno films and nobody knew it, (laughs) he'd be like, wait, wait a minute. Paw from (laughs) Little House on the Prairie. That Uh, might even be more shocking. I have to say a tad more shocking. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, between between Saget and Norm MacDonald over the past few months, uh, those two. So is Saget the second no, no. Or Don't do the it. first of the three, because there was somebody else that also died uh, this weekend. Betty I don't White. I remember who it was. Yeah, Betty yeah, White. Betty White. Oh, mm-hmm. Saget might be three. But then also John Madden. So it's over. Who's a, or is it just because he's a different type of entertainer, he doesn't count, So then, because that would yeah. make it four, or is he a group of another three? Look, I just know there's three sports Ugh. people, three comedians. <laughs> And they all have to be super famous. Okay. But it's happening. It's happening. Eventually, if it I'm, will happen. Yes, three people will yeah, die I'm, eventually. I'm yes. thinking if I'm a big sports person or a big comedian, <laughs> I'd take some vitamins. <laughs>